Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Oh, Max blocked a kick. If I was 6'8", I'd block one, too. Hey, Nickwitz. It's Paul's call. All right, guess what? It's now gone global. It's like something straight out of Stanley Kubrick's A Space Odyssey. All this fuss about a metal monolith discovered in the middle of the Utah desert. How? Why? Where? At the base of a red rock formation, a mysterious metal monolith. Oh. The area is extremely remote. Utah's Division of Wildlife was counting bighorn sheep mm-hmm. when they stumbled upon it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who does this kind of stuff? So that's the background. You've seen it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys have I've seen, seen it. it the, the 12-foot-tall metal monolith. They say there is no evidence pointing toward who put it there or how they got it there. It's hmm. in such a remote area, they won't even say where it is. Well, that hasn't stopped people from showing up. Hikers journeying out to see the mysterious object, finding only rocks marking where it once was. What, what once was? That's right, monolith update desk. It's now gone. We showed up and there was nothing there. For a moment, we were just in disbelief, like, what is happening? Dude, where's my car? It was really scary. <laughs> I was nervous. It was a true dude, where's my car moment. The monolith. Just went poof. Bye bye, Paul. Uh, it's mysteriously not there. As confoundingly as it had appeared, it vanished almost without a trace. All right, let's get another show of hands here. Let's get an update on the show. <laughs> Who believes in UFOs and aliens? I know Maloney does, right? We we know that much because even the local sheriff has no clue. Kind of a hard thing to investigate where we mm. don't know where it came from, <laughs> when it came from, or where it went. Hey, uh, Sheriff. <laughs> wow. It vanished on your watch, dude. I mean, come on. No way they're going to get right. by this rock okay. block. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you might want to figure it out, Roscoe. 2020 continues to confound. The mysterious monolith discovered in a remote canyon in Utah yep. has disappeared. Uh, yep. It's gone. You can literally see fresh tracks. Whoa, that's so intense. So now everyone's out there investigating it. <laughs> and you guys wonder why we are always packing... The sawed-off shotgun of sports! Ah, sports takes, and now another monolith sighting in Romania's direction. A mysterious metal monolith has appeared in Romania. Danger, Will Robinson, danger! Romanian officials still do not know who is responsible for erecting the mysterious monolith. We recently had a close encounter with something very unusual. Okay, we added the very end. This one is 13 feet tall. It's 13, on a, Paul. It's on a hillside in Romania. This one's slanted a little bit on the top, and it has squiggles all over it. Are we alone in the universe, and are there other intelligent beings? So, if you see an alien ship transporting a giant stainless steel monolith anytime soon, I mean, don't just sit there and stare. Wow, bro. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, get yourself some video. I don't know. You know, just, That's great, just don't go to Romania to see the monolith, because uh, you might, you're apt to sound like this lady who went to Utah. We were very shocked, and... A little bit heartbroken. We drove eight hours to yeah. uh, to see this. What? Um, so we were a bit let down. She drove eight hours to go see the monolith, and it wasn't there. So no. uh, yeah, that it would was, be a bummer. It, ball. it was gone. Where's the mashed potatoes? Right. You know, where's the cranberry sauce? Yeah, sort of like uh, you know. By the way, speaking of uh, thing, Doug, um, we lost Doug. What? Did you get pulled over today? Did we understand no, that I earlier? Didn't. Is that what you're hinting at? You were talking around. You're know, you driving into work. And- 
I, I am you worried about get... the drive home. I forgot okay. my wallet. Oh, I see. So, okay. Well, as of yet, no issues with the right. DPS. Um, they didn't catch you driving like that punk kid in Canada back in May. A Canadian teen was pulled over for mm. driving 191 miles yeah. per hour. Don't be I that I have kid. never driven 191 okay. miles an hour on this trip. That's our setup, Doug, because we want to talk oh. about your golf game. You know, I still have not broken 100 on the gold okay. course. They're, they're ah! really, forget about score. There really are only two kinds of golfers in this world. Those who cheat banging a trash can to let the hitter know what pitch was coming you know the guy you can't trust who has the foot wedge in his bag <laughs> hey feely i feel like every single guy over there needs a beating <laughs> you know what are you nick marquez i just want to you know uh you don't look uh, wolf don't don't act like you haven't been known to improve um uh, <laughs> Improve your life, so to speak. Jay is like Where five six and lies. hits it a mile. It is so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. There's there's other reasons I don't play Jay. He doesn't need to cheat to beat the dog out of me. There's no way though that when you play with a president like oh I don't know Larry, I don't know experience you never forget. You know, special four and a half hours, you get a chance to mm-hmm. spend that kind of time with a right. you know a leader of the world, and it's pretty cool. Of course, Larry's played with. A president, in this case, uh, President Obama, they played around. Now, speaking of 44, he was on with Stephen Colbert. And uh, Colbert asked Obama. You played golf with President uh, George W. Bush and Bill Clinton. Do you have a tea time with uh, the present president yet? (laughs) I do not. You do not? (laughs) Okay, so there's no tea time schedule between the last two presidents. (laughs) Now, I'm not going all polypolitics here. We're just playing where this interview goes next. Colbert talking, they're talking about 45. Listen, from what I understand, he's actually a a, a pretty good golfer. Um, I understand that, uh, shockingly enough, there's sometimes problems with the scoring. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether he's keeping track of his That's Hugo Chavez again. And <laughs> so, that's his caddy. That's so, surprising. Uh, I haven't heard those allegations before, but... Hit the button. <laughs> Paul talks to football players and tries to stay out of the way. Don't cheat it's a golf. Polly Pigskin Report. Yeah, Polly Pigskin Report. On Sunday, week 13, the uh, Cardinals here upcoming, they're going to host the team that gets our super extra sounder. Play the clip. He rams it in! Rams it in! Touchdown, Malcolm Brown! Touchdown, L.A.! Rams it in! Rams it in! So that's our setup for the L.A. Rams coming. Here's the problem, though. Right now, the only quarterback uh, who's thrown more INTs and has more turnovers than Jared Goff is Carson Wentz. 2020 sucks. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty much on board with that now. That's right. I'm not a big fan of it. Madison Bumgarner, these things happen in threes. Carson Wentz and now Jared Goff. As uh, Goff is the only quarterback in the NFL, all right, uh, who, who's, who's right behind Carson Wentz. And, uh, and, and look, his head coach, he's getting testy with the media. What is the commonality on, on those turnovers? Is it something that's failing to execute? I'm take care of the football. Our quarterbacks got to take better care of the football. There it is right there, Bullock. The only thing that will derail a football team that is a good football team is a veteran quarterback that throws picks and a great defense. Those two do not coincide. Since 2017, Jared Goff has 62 turnovers. The only quarterback with more in that span would be... You know, real, recognize real. I mean, you can't do nothing but respect that. Jameis Winston. And by the way, the uh, Rams might want to do something about their audio levels. Exactly. Uh, How do you not know it's overmodulated? What is going on over there? I have no idea. (laughs) Well, wrap it up. It's time for another edition of... (laughs) 
Happy Gold Bank. Well, you guys touched on it earlier. You walk out of the house. You take, uh, Doug, what do you take? Your keys, your sunglasses, you know. Wallet, keys, watch, phone, glasses, yeah. mask. And mask. There you go. You can see light through the mask. Yep. It's not going to be doing its job. Yep. So they're talking about when the mask is too old these days because mask etiquette is lacking in America. Or warped or it yeah. seems a little bit fragile. Right. Those are your cues to really throw right. those away and replace yeah. them with newer ones. I mean, Wolf, you know, if, if, if your mask is fraying at the edges, okay, nobody needs you blowing droplets out the side of your mask. I'll be gold day. I gunned my Guns N' Roses mask, Paul. We it did. had to go. Yeah. We noticed that and we do thank you. For advice, the yeah. cloth masks we've been wearing should probably be replaced every two to three months. Mm. And check for wear <laughs> okay. the time you wash them. Two to three months? What are you talking about, you savage? <laughs> you gotta replace it? <laughs> Why would I replace it? It's a perfectly good mask. I wash it. Mm. Mm. Um, let's take a let's pass the hat around the newsroom and get Wolf some new masks. Can we uh, all invest in that accordingly? Oh, oh my God! I've got it. a new. I can't mask. believe Paul did a story yeah. that I know totally grosses him out. Yeah, Look at Paul. Yeah. You can see the dirt on his mask. It's white and it's dirty. <laughs> I'm in this wedge for a reason. <laughs> it is sealed and sanitized. <laughs> ah, Thank you, Paul.